as always, Facebook is monkeying around. This has happened the last three, four times in a row. I just want to tell Facebook, because I know that you're watching, you're paying attention, they keep shutting us down at the beginning of the show. We own all the rights to the music that we are using, you bunch of stupid idiots. We own the rights to the music for our intro. We own the rights to the music for our pre-intro. We own the rights. Please check it, you bunch of moronic, totalitarian fools. We own the rights to stop finding a stupid excuse to ban us every podcast. Folks, this is why you must have a Gab account. This is why this is why they're banning me. This is why you must have a Gab account, a Getter account, a Rumble account. All of you on Rumble right now, like and share, share, share as much as you can. You might be thinking, that's selfish on my part. It isn't. I'm just trying to get the truth out to everybody. I'm not making any money off this podcast except for donations. But here's the thing, which we barely solicit for. But here, here's the thing. On Facebook, they don't let me share. They don't let me invite friends. Make sure you're friending my Facebook page. You're like, Tom, why are you staying on there? Because we'll milk it for all it's worth. That's what we're going to do. We're going to milk it for all it's worth. But make sure you have a Getter account. Everybody on Getter, man, tell Getter. We got to have, we've got to get them out of, what's it called, Aaron, the beta trial phase of live streaming and get it to where we can actually live stream so we can get out to get a Getter. We're moving into a new location, a new church building where we have un fettered internet we'll be able to go as many to as many sites as we want gab do all that you can to get to the place where you can live stream so we can get out to as many many uh you know social media sources as possible but that's that's why you have to have a getter getter account a gab account a rumble account we have to have a parallel society we need to have our own legal representation we need to have our own walmarts we need to have our own movie theaters all we need to have our own hospital system because we cannot let the totalitarians set the rules any longer to where they can just shut down all services because they don't like your political perspective it is time for that to end people well, it's not very so very inclusive tom that's right that's the bible come out from among them and be separate do not be yoked together with unbelievers what does that mean second corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 2 corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 it means don't be dependent upon those that uh, do not be yoked together with unbelievers, 2 Corinthians 6, 14. It means don't be dependent on devils. Don't be dependent on worldly people. It, at any moment, it can just ban you for doing what? We didn't even do it. We were showing an Archer Pulaski video. That's all that we did from Rebel News, which is publicly, uh, you can publicly access Rebel News. They don't mind if you share their stuff. It's all over Twitter. It's all over YouTube. It's all over Facebook. We were doing the exact same thing. And for some unknown reason, you can't, there's no complaint department. You can't call, if you call or you send emails, nobody answers back. That's exactly what they want. And it's symbolic of what Joe Biden wants for this entire country. Speaking of Joe Biden, we'll use that as a launching pad. Here's Trump's pipe versus Biden's pipe. Now they'll tell you, because of you know Joe Biden's latest uh, economic plan, his latest uh, sort of uh, infrastructure plan. It's not under the infrastructure bill. It's under his like uh, social equity part of another bill that he's that you know that that he's you know, sadly implementing in our country. He is sending out. This is an act, this is actual fact. Thirty million dollars to for drug kits. Now they will say that there's no there's no crack pipes included. That's what they'll say. I'll show you the video in just a second, but it's actually not true. But there's Trump's pipe, the X, I mean, uh, the XL, the Keystone XL pipeline, and there, of course, is Biden's pipe. But Trump's pipe was banned. 
Biden's pipe is proliferating throughout the United States as we speak. Here's Jen Psaki addressing it. Play it for me. HHS just put out a statement clarifying um, around some reports uh, that crack pipes are not going to be part of the safe smoking kits that are funded by mm -hmm. the administration. Um, but can you clarify for us, were they never a part of the kit or were they removed in response to this reporting and this pushback? The they were never a part of the kit. It was inaccurate reporting, and we wanted to put out information to make that clear. What is in the safe smoking kit? Uh, a safe smoking kit may contain alcohol swabs, lip balm, other materials to promote hygiene and reduce the transmission of diseases like HIV and hepatitis. I would note that what we're really talking about here is steps that we're taking as a federal government to address the opioid epidemic, which is killing uh, tens of thousands, if not more, Americans uh, every single Tim, day. That's good enough. We don't listen, need to listen to her Goebbels-style propaganda. She acknowledges that they are, they are, as part of one of their social equity programs under whatever legislation it was, they are putting out safe smoking kits. Smoking what? Tobacco? That mean they all shut down tobacco. All of them, they want big tobacco banned for forever, right? And I'm not a big smoking fan. I'm just telling you, they all went after that. That's how many of them made their, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. The many, you know, many of the leftist attorneys going after big tobacco. But here we have the Democratic Party sending out safe smoking kits to the tune of 30 million of your dollars and my dollars, our taxpayer money, that's being spent on safe smoking kits. Smoke what exactly? Um, let's name it, shall we? Uh, crack cocaine, methamphetamine, I'm sure marijuana, and anything else. You know, you can smoke fentanyl. You can smoke. You can you can smoke uh, oxycodone. You can smoke just about anything. You can smoke fentanyl mixed with numerous other drugs, which has killed more Americans in 2021 than did COVID. And here you have an administration of the United States of America, even though they are fraudulently elected. Here they are sending out safe smoking kits so people can blow out their mouths smoking methamphetamines and absolutely blow out their brains smoking methamphetamines. That, that, that's, what the, that's what the administration is currently doing. And to smoke fentanyl. You know, everybody talks about fentanyl. It's kind of the sexy term right now, almost as sexy as, as people always are talking about child trafficking or sex trafficking. Well, now everybody's talking about fentanyl. And here you have an administration... That loves, by the way, loves sex tra trafficking too. Because our southern border is wide open for all the sex traffickers to come in and traffic children. So they love that too. They love, they love all the things that we should be dogmatically against. They love all of that. Open border for sex trafficking. Fentanyl comes through where? The southern border. 90 some odd percent record fentanyl seizures. Joe Biden just keeps setting records. We have record inflation, highest inflation rate. 7.5% in the last 40 years. Every single month is a record from the year before when it comes to illegal immigration. Every single, if you compare December 2020 to December of 2021, record in 2021. Every single month Joe Biden is in office is a record setter in the negative way. Every single month he sets a record at the border for illegal crossings. We've had a record amount of fentanyl seizures, not to mention fentanyl crossing the border. Record amount of illegal immigrants, not just month by month, but now year by year with over 2 million crossing the border in 2021. And who knows who, who, knows who they are? We have no idea. Being, and then, of course, we have them loaded up on buses and planes, flown through. Flown where, by the way? Have you ever noticed where they're being flown? 
They're being flown to red states so that they can shift the statistical data when it comes to voting. That's what they're doing. They're not all, they're trying to, to shift the lines of where, you know, the districts for voting. They also want to shift the demographic for voting. That's what they're doing. That's why they're flying into Jacksonville, Florida at two o'clock in the morning. So he sets records every month in year, record inflation. He has record drug crossing. Violent crime is up somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 40%, depending on whether you're talking about rape, murder, or armed robbery. But it starts at 25% up throughout the country. Murder rate through the roof. He sets a record every single month. That's who he is. And now what they're doing is sending out, they'll deny it, but they're actually sending out crack pipes in, to the tune of $30 million of your tax money. Here's a Tom Cotton tweet, how he, he explains it. To be clear, look at the bottom. To be clear, says Sarah uh, Lavenheim, a Goebbels propagandist. To be clear, HHS is not distributing crack pipes. Really, to be clear, answers Tom Cotton, HHS Gov is giving taxpayer dollars to organizations that distribute crack pipes. See, I mean, they say that, well, in our little, in our little smoking kits, you, do you think that, leave this up now, do you think that the HHS, Health and Human Services, Department of Health and Human Services, do you honestly think that they have some factory somewhere where they're all sitting around putting together these kits? Or do you think that they're sent to NGOs, non-government organizations? That's what they're doing. Jen Psaki can lie from her Goebbels podium and say, you know, we're not sending out crack pipes. That's a bull-faced freaking lie. She's a liar. She's of the, she is of her father, the devil, just like the rest of the Democratic Party. It's just bold-faced lies. They're not sitting there at some factory putting together these kits. What they're doing is farming out $30 million of your taxpayer money to NGOs who are putting together kits that do include crack pipes. HHS Gov is giving taxpayer dollars to organizations that distribute crack pipes on behalf of HHS. Just because HHS bureaucrats are not personally handing out the crack pipes doesn't make handing out the crack pipes doesn't make this a good idea. Absolutely, of course not. So what are you doing exactly? You are enabling people to smoke crack. You are enabling people to smoke cocaine. You are enabling people to smoke fentanyl. You're enabling people to smoke hydroxychloroquine. You are enabling people to smoke methamphetamine. This is exactly what they're doing. Don't they, you know why? Because here's the thing. Like I said, as I quote just about every show, John 844, because all you ever need to do is follow the death, follow the murder, follow the lies, follow the bodies and follow the lies, and you will find the devil and you will find the Democratic Party. You belong to your father, the devil. And it is your desire to carry, and you want to carry out his desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. John 8, 44. And then you look at the next verse, because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Whenever you confront, that was Jesus speaking the whole time, and Jesus says at the end, because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. The truth is, you are funding people to smoke methamphetamine. That is an absolute fact. Absolute fact, that's what you're doing. But yet they find some little lying, what they would call some sort of white lie loophole, which is not a white lie at all. There is no such thing. Lies are lies. And they say, you know, we're not doing it yet because they're not literally making the pack themselves and throwing the crack pipe in there. They're just funding others to do it. They are bold-faced liars. And then what's the saddest thing of all 
is that many people take their, including Christians, including conservatives, take their health advice from these people. Rochelle Walensky is no less of a liar than Jen Psaki, the head of the CDC. No less of a liar. Of course, we all know Anthony Fauci is probably more of a liar than Jen Psaki. And then Christians, for some reason, they, they hate this. And Christians and conservatives, they hate this. They hate that, that they're sending out uh, what they call safe smoking kits with crack pipes in them. They hate that. They hate that their kids are masked at school. They hate that they keep making their kids do remote learning. They, they hate abortion and then take a vaccine propagated by the abortionists, by the maskers, by the purveyors of the safe smoking kits. Explain that to me. How are you against lockdowns and then take the vaccine from the people who promote lockdowns? How do you do that? Christian, I mean, please answer that question. How does anybody do that? I will never understand the conservatives that are out there to this day, like the Ben Shapiro's of the world, who I like to watch. I do. I watch Ben Shapiro at least a couple times a week. I, I just, and he still prognosticates from his desk that he thinks that vaccines are good for a certain portion of the population, including himself. Why, Ben? You have absolutely zero chance of dying of COVID. So, do, so does your wife. But yet for some reason, you see the stats, you're not a stupid person. You're actually fighting against ma uh, vaccine mandates in a brave way. But then you, and the very people, I mean, I want you to think about it. If you're Ben Shapiro or you're Ted Cruz even, you're fighting the good fight against the very people mandating the vaccinations, but yet you took their vaccine. How does that make sense to you? You gotta, you gotta take the ultimate leap and say, you know what? Pfizer's evil. Moderna is evil. You have to take the final leap. You cannot hold on to your old establishment religion and your old establishment orthodoxy that these people are good and looking out for your health. Because if you if you don't hold that, if you don't hold that ideology, then you're looked at looked at as some whack job. You're not a whack job if you say that Pfizer's evil. They are evil. They've been sued a multitude of times for killing people and for bribing doctors. But then you take their vaccine and you act as if anybody who holds the opinion, which really is fact, that Pfizer and Moderna are evil and simply just global conglomerates that are thirsty for money, that would harm people for money, then you're some sort of tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. You got to let go of all those things. You have to let go that there is a good side of the Democratic Party. There isn't. You have to let go of the fact, because it's not a fact, that the rank and file of the FBI are good people. They're not. I heard it on Sean Hannity. I think it was last night's show. He's saying, you know, we still, he still wears his FBI pen because 99.9% .9 of the FBI agents in the FBI are good and it's just the top 1% that are bad. That's bull crap. Who do you think's carrying out the dictates of the top 1%, the rank and file? They could stand up and say, we're not going to go arrest Roger Stone for doing nothing. They could stand up and say, we're, we are not going to entrap people into some sort of Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot. They could say, we're not going to be in contact with Ray Epps and instigate the 1-6 riot. They could do that, but they don't. So they're just as evil as their higher ups. When I was a cop, 1992 to 2017, 25 years, if somebody sent me, to go confiscate people's guns, I wouldn't do it because I stand, I stand under the oath that I took. 
that I will protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. You don't go and, and, and enforce people's uh, or, or make unlawful arrests or enforce laws that don't constitutionally exist because you are under orders. People hung at Nuremberg for saying that. I was just, I was just obeying orders. I was talking about crack pipes. Let's go to the next thing. Here, here we go. The Babylon B. Saki says everyone will have to show proof of vaccination before receiving their free crack pipes. Brilliant. Go to the next one. Tim Young, Trump wanted to revitalize the black community with the platinum plan that invested millions in businesses, black-owned businesses. Biden sent the black community crack pipes. That's absolutely true. President Trump sent millions upon millions of business revitalization plans called the platinum plan to the black community to try to stir up jobs. What does Biden do? He offers them crack pipes and abortion clinics. Absolute fact. Number one killer in the black community by far, not even close, is abortion. And that is given to you by the Democratic Party. And then I'm called a racist. Let me ask you this. Who wants all black babies to live? Who wants them all to live? I do. Who wants all uh, illegal immigrant children to live? I do. But yet I, I would get attacked for putting kids in cages at the border from the very people that would be happy to kill that kid that's in a cage while he was in his womb. And the, black, and, and the black community fails to recognize that the number one killer in their community is the Democratic Party, who plants a plant parenthood on every single street corner in every urban center in America and causes the number one cause of death in the black community. And yet I'm called the racist. I'm not, I, don't want, I don't want any of these people to die ever. Why? Because they're created in the image of God. I want them saved. Who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. That's my desire. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Jeremiah 1, 5. I recognize from the very moment of conception that a person is a person. Period. They don't. Go to the next one for me, Babylon B. Bad administration issues new masks with holes in them so that you can smoke your free government crack pipe. That's exactly, now none of that's all, of course, satire, but it's absolutely true that people will be receiving government crack pipes. You know that you get paid in San Francisco, Nancy Pelosi's district, Kamala Harris's district, Adam Schiff's district. You know you get paid 600, over $600 a month to be homeless there? Absolute fact. Facts. Absolute fact. Look it up. If you, that's why they have countless, 90% of the homeless population in San Francisco does not originate from San Francisco. They come from somewhere else because they get paid between $600, $650 a month to be homeless. And by the way, where does that come from? It's probably you're also your federal taxpayer dollars, not just state, not just Gabby. And by the way, this is a, uh, California is a state that's almost a trillion dollars in debt. And yet they're paying homeless people $650 a month to be homeless. Aaron Ginn video. Let's go to the truckers. The size of the blockade on the U.S. side of the border. Play it for me. Now, this is from a source of, of mine, and I'll 
if she ever wanted me to say her name, I will, but she attends my church, some of two Canadian friends of mine. This is, this, is, uh, this is the wife, and they both attend Foundation Church. And she says, the truckers on the Canadian side, I just want to give this some perspective because those of us in America, if you don't know the geography of Canada, which I do not, I've only been to Canada one time and I was way over in Vancouver. But if you don't know exactly how big this is, she lends some perspective to this because she understands the typography and geography of Canada. The, the, the truckers on the Canadian side of the border for three or four days now have shut down the Ambassador Bridge that connects Detroit to Ontario, which some of the people say is the most important bridge on the whole continent. The reason for that is that it accounts for 25% of the entire annual trade between the U.S. and Canada. So it's pretty significant. Already the Detroit, and some of you saw this news today, already the Detroit auto plant has had to shut down, which liberals are jumping all over. You're, you're causing us to lose jobs. What have you done for the last 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve? You're worried about one auto plant? And you've shut down the world's economy, causing 400 million people to starve to death around the world? Don't just shut up. Just shut your mouth. Because Already the Detroit plant, auto plant has to shut down and shift because they don't have the parts to keep the workers going. So we have Coots, uh, Alberta border blockade, the Detroit and Windsor, Ontario blockade. See, there's two. And they all get, if you don't have good mainstream media, which we don't, it gets confusing. And, of course, the truckers in Ottawa. So there's three major locations, which they say if the cops start hauling off the truckers to jail, for every one they take, there will be two more to replace them that, that are arriving as we speak. They've even gone so far as to say that they're going to, to get children's aid, children's aid, which is their basically what we call in Florida, you know, our, our you know, child protective team or DCF is what we call in Florida, but... The, you know what you know this gets confusing you go state to state because everybody it's basically if you're abusing your kids they come and take your kids away that's the outfit she's talking about they've even gone so far as to say they're going to get children's aids aid involved to see if the kids of the truckers and protesters need to be taken away from their families this is their typical playbook remember i keep quoting this bible verse to you second corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 for we are not ignorant of his devices is the last part of it we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. Remember that. Lest Satan should, the whole verse is, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. They do the same playbook every single time. They go after children. That's what they do every single time. The vaccine companies going after children. They use your children. The, the educators, what we would call educators, teachers unions, go after children. And now, because they don't like the convoy, they don't like the trucker protest. They're going after their children. That's what the devils do. You saw it with Arthur Pulaski at the, be the, the starting video, being arrested again for what? Did you hear what he's being arrested for? That's brand new, by the way. That was just from a couple of days ago. I talked to Arthur Pulaski on the phone about six, seven, eight days ago, and he had already has multiple charges. It's all bogus. It's all for conducting church services and protests, all, gar all absolutely guarded and protected under the Charter of Rights for Canada. And there he is arrested again for mischief. For and all those cops, you are disgusting human beings. I say that as I cop myself. You are disgusting little cowards who will do anything to somehow protect your little middle-class lifestyle. I'm middle-class. I'm just saying you'll, I won't do anything to protect it. I will do what's right, period. 
You don't go arrest people for the criminal charge of mischief? Mis that's your charge is mischief? You might as well arrest them for chalk drawings on a sidewalk. Mischief? All right, back to the blockade here. Also, the Ottawa police chief is either a, a pimp or a whore, laugh out loud, she says, quoting me, for Pfizer. And Trudeau also gets financial kickbacks every time a Canadian is vaccinated. He's financially incentivized to make sure as many people can get, can get it as he can. Of course, you know, that's who he is. That's who, that's who these people are. Justin Trudeau was raised by Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. Here's Trudeau right here being heckled. Play it for me. Lockdowns and mandates, we're seeing things change very quickly, and rightly so. Dr. Tam has said that vaccine mandates should be reevaluated, and today the chair of the Quebec Liberal Caucus clearly and strongly stated it's time to end the divisiveness and the politicization and end the mandates. We Conservatives could not agree more. This cannot be a slow and dragged out process simply because of the Prime Minister's ego, pride, or denial. Canadians are too tired. Canadians need hope. So will the Prime Minister follow the science, follow the evidence, and the restrictions, and the mandates? The right honourable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, everyone is sick and tired of lockdowns, of uh, the measures we have to do, of the sacrifices we've had to make. But Canadians have continued to step up over the past two years, been there for each other, been there to get vaccinated. And that's uh, the unity we've seen across the country of people who've been there for their neighbours, who've been there for their frontline health workers. That's what Canadians are going to continue to do. That's how we get through and back to the things we love. We're going to continue to follow the science. We're going to continue to have Canadians' backs. We're going to continue to protect people's lives. So there he is. Now, it's so funny to me. It's very actually almost it's so idiotic. It's hard to talk about as, they, as, as these politicians, whether it's Justin Trudeau, Boris Johnson, Angela Merkel, Joe, Joe Biden, Scott Morrison, all the other globalists, all that live under the umbrella of Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum, all of them have traveled either either literally in person to Davos this year or they zoomed into Davos this year. So that's who they are. But I love all the I love their rhetoric of, you know, we want to return to normal, the very normal that they stole. They stole all the normal and then sell it back to you with compliance. And then they say that the people who refuse to comply are the ones who are stopping you from getting your freedom. They stole all your freedom. Those of us who refuse to comply with that theft are then blamed for their theft to the people that they stole from. It's amazing what they try to pull off, but of, but of course they do because their father is the father of lies, the devil. They're simply liars. That's who they are. Here's some video footage. This is from Canada. This is uh, from Aaron Ginn. And this is what my friend from Canada there, Chris, was talking about. Here's the Ambassador Bridge. Play it for me. My side. Now, remember, that is the bridge that runs right into Detroit. This is 25% of, of the trade between Canada and the United States goes over this bridge. Now, this is what you have to do. This is called nonviolent civil disobedience. Nobody's fighting cops. 
Nobody, nobody's, there's no gunfire. Don't, don't believe any of the reports coming out of MSNBC, CNN, or the CBC out of Canada. They're all bull-faced liars. Nobody running around with uh, Confederate flags or doing any of those things except for leftist plants. But this is what you do. Now, why is it bothering them? And, I, and, my, and my friend from Canada, Chris, she also put on another message that she sent me, isn't it funny that as this bridge gets blocked, and this is dealing with 25% of the import-export export business coming from Canada and the United States, as this bridge gets blocked, suddenly the, the states, suddenly Illinois, suddenly New Jersey, suddenly New York are lifting their mask mandates. Isn't that strange how that suddenly works out? You know why? Because finally somebody kicked them right in the crotch. Somebody kicked them where it hurts. Now, this is what you do. You don't comply, COVID-caving pastors, COVID-caving conservatives. You don't, and here's the thing. You can, take, you can bring it back to me, Will. Here's the thing I want to get down pat for everybody. And I know I'm jumping all over the place tonight. Well, I always jump all over the place. So here's the thing. You've got to get this down. There's no giving an inch. And this is what I hate about the Republican Party. You know, they basically put out, well, there was a time for this. And there was a time for that. And of course, the Democrats are putting out right now that the science has changed. The science suddenly has changed. And they make excuses as if there was ever a time to mask a child. That there was ever a time to mask you as an adult. There never was, not for one day of 15 days to flatten the curve, let alone where we're at now at 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. They all are acting like as if there was a time and a place for this, that at the beginning is what we should have done. The church says it. There was never a time to do any of these things because it was evil from the beginning. I'll quote Luke chapter 6, verse 43. A good tree does not bear bad fruit, and a bad tree does not bear good fruit. It was bad from the beginning that they all come out now. And whether you, you notice how people will hop, skip, jump around, and Trump's the same way. He's still, he, he's, he's shut up about vaccines now because his polling numbers were tanking. He was about to empty out his, uh, his arenas that he, that he comes and does, you know, his events at. They're about to empty out because people like me were going to be done with them if he kept talking about vaccines and Operation Warp Speed at his rallies. Done. All right. So they stopped. A lot of them, but here's the thing. They're still, they still sit there and they'll say, you know what? They'll just talk about vaccines are no good for those who have already catch, who have already had COVID, who have natural immunity. Vaccines are no good for anybody. To let everybody back in, you know, give everybody their, back their jobs who have natural immunity. No, give everybody back their jobs who got fired for not taking the evil death jab. See what I mean? They equivocate. They give ground. It's what I've told you a dozen times. I got this from Anomaly on Twitter. I don't know where he got it from. It may be his own. The Democrats move the line and the Republicans hold the line. That's all the Republicans do is Democrats make the country more and more evil. And then the Republicans hold it in place for a while. They never push back and take back that which the enemy stole. It was never right to wear a mask. Well, you know, now, you know it, cloth masks were no, no masks for any good. No mask can stop a viral infection outside of, a, outside of a biohazard suit that's actually owned by the military. Nothing will stop a respiratory virus. You never give ground at all. Well, you know, it's good to be cautious at first. Lie, masks, lie, lockdown, lie, quarantines. All of them were lies. 
And until you come to the place of being unequivocal, unequivocal, you've got to, you've got to let your yes be yes and your no be no for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Jesus speaking, Matthew chapter five, verse 37. You have to do that because otherwise you are opening the door for them to come back again, which we're going to talk about because everybody appears right now to be turning, everybody seems to be turning the corner, right? They're, they're dropping their mask mandates, all those things. We'll talk about that in detail. Here's Cernovich. This is Justin Trudeau talking again, titled He's Breaking. Play it for me. I think one of the things uh, we all understand is just how frustrated everyone is. Um, we're all frustrated. We're all sick and tired of restrictions, of, of mandates, of having to, to make sacrifices, of not being able to do the things we love. Uh, it's been two years, and it's, and it's really, really tiring for all of us. This government has been focused every step of the way on following the best science, following the best public health advice to keep as many people safe as possible. And quite frankly, it's worked. We've seen uh, the curves uh, lower in Canada than elsewhere. We so there you go. Now, here he is just continuing to talk about his, his COVID, you know, propaganda, his COVID plans, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. But just so you know, he was never expecting a different result. There he is, masked, with a cloth mask on, by the way, that does absolutely nothing. And even if he had an N95 on, does absolutely nothing. Even if he had an N95 on with a cloth mask over it. And the latest thing is to wear your mask and then put pantyhose over it. That's the latest thing coming from the Democratic Party and leftists like Justin Trudeau. None of those things work. It was never the plan to prevent you from catching COVID. The plan was to get you to the vaccine passport. First create the, vac first create the virus, then create the vaccine. And then don't let anybody buy, sell, trade, or travel without the vaccine passport. That's what Justin Trudeau was raised in the World Economic Forum. I have the tape from Klaus Schwab where he names and says Justin Trudeau was raised here. Half of his cabinet went through the World Economic Forum. That's what he's all about. That's what he's been about from day one. That's what COVID has been about from day one. To get you to the QR-coded Mark of the Beast, the precursor to the Mark of the Beast where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without it. He's not interested in getting past anything. Two years of emergency powers, that all has to be rescinded. From day one, every, and that's what I mean by being unequivocal. You have got to come to the place of saying, none of this should have ever happened, not for one day. You have to do that. You have to. There's no, not because, not because you're taking a stand, but because it's true. Now, this is, this is an interesting video. I'm going to let it play for just a minute or two. But this is Col Corporal Bulford, and he resigns from the position of personal security for Justin Trudeau. Corporal Bulford from, from the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted, Mounted Police. I have drawn my line in the sand. No more silence and compliance from me. Play it for me. Similar to Dr. Panessi losing her job over a violation of what she held to be her ethics, I'm about to lose mine. And my primary responsibility for the last eight years was supporting protection of our Prime Minister. The irony is not lost on me and probably not lost on him either. And as a Mountie, I always felt it was very important that I know what my legal authorities are and that police officers should know exactly what authority they have to do what they do. So I've spent a fair amount of time researching the different legislation surrounding what we're currently dealing with, have uh, subsections that detail how both 
are subject to the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. And I would like to just read the paragraph 3 of the Emergencies Act to you. Whereas the Governor and Council in taking such special temporary measures would be subject to the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms and the Canadian Bill of Rights and must have regard to the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, particularly with respect to those fundamental rights that are not to be limited or abridged even in a national emergency. I recently heard do, um, former Premier of Newfoundland, Brian Peckford, say very clearly that they have failed to demonstrably justify their infringements on our fundamental freedom. There's many, but I'll hit on the key ones that I think are germane to the current situation. Our mobility rights, where every citizen has the right to enter, remain in, and leave Canada. Our legal rights, everyone has the right to life, liberty, and security of person, and the right not to be deprived thereof, except in accordance with the principles of fundamental justice. Section 8, everyone has the right to be secure against unreasonable search or seizure. That's a big one in the police world. And when I read that, I can't help but think of people who are not even law enforcement demanding your private medical information at the door of a hockey rink. What legal authority do they have to demand that information from you? I certainly never had any training or direction in my law enforcement career that indicated to me that I had the right to demand that from someone. In fact, if I wanted to get medical information from a victim of a crime, I had to obtain written consent to deliver to the hospital. To me, I advise everybody, please find that video. It's all over the place. It's Corporal Bulford. It's B-U-L-F-O-R-D. Resigns from the Royal Canadian RCMP. Find it. Watch the entire thing. It's 10 minutes. It is worth your time. It is stunning. Let's go over some major points here. He said that, you know what, the, the, Canadian, the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, that's their constitution, it gives, it explicitly says, in freaking writing, that there is no national emergency exception to that constitution, to their Charter of Rights and Freedoms. There is no, look, what, look what's happened. And look what happened. And the United States is no better. Listen, I have ripped Canada a new one in one podcast after another. And they're only, if Canada is an F in their COVID response, the United States is a D in their COVID response. So believe me, I'm not, there just happens to be pockets in, in the United States that are stronger than pockets in Canada. There just aren't enough pockets in Canada. But we have the, we have the Floridas and the Texases, uh, you know, of, of the United States that stand out above anything that, that Canada has done until now with the, with the truckers who are leading the way to Canadian freedom. But it actually says in their Charter of Rights and Freedoms that there is no national emergency exception. And by the way, there's no national emergency exception in the Constitution or the Bill of Rights of the United States of America either. Nothing. There is no reason for anybody to ever tell you, stay in your home. Nothing. Nothing. There is no right for them to do that at all. Period. Understand that. I know the extreme. A nuclear bomb went off and people came in and said, stay in your home or you're going to die. You know, they could do that. Force you to stay in there? I don't know. You'd be pretty stupid to go outside, I guess. But this is not, I mean, for a 99.9% .9 survival virus, there has to be an ulterior motive. There is. 
marking you, distancing you, controlling you, and getting a QR code on your phone so they can track your every movement. So the Justin Trudeaus of the world, the Emmanuel Macrons of the world, the Boris Johnsons, the, the, the uh, Angela Merkels, and the Joe Bidens, and the Barack Obamas of the world, and the John Kerry's of the world, and the Klaus Schwab's of the world can create their little utopia of haves and have-nots. And let me just fill you in. You are not a have. You will be a servant have-not who will own nothing and be happy. And they try to deny that statement, but that statement is on their own videos. He also said, right now in Canada, you know, you can't leave. How does that, I mean, I'm just wondering, where's the Canadian church outside of Archer Pulaski, Tim Stevens, and a few others? Where's the Canadian church where you know, where, where, where exactly are you? I know I read about the, the one Pentecostal outfit in Canada who for government money mandated vaccines in their own churches. That's fantastic. Great job. I'm just curious as a Pentecostal leader, allegedly a spirit filled person, how is it that you completely and totally avoid revelation chapter 13, that no one can buy, sell, trade or travel without the mark of the beast. And you're walking that you're watching it happen all throughout the globe. And then in your own church, don't let people buy, sell, trade or travel without their QR code to enter your building. How is it that you call yourself a gospel preacher? And that goes, listen, you know, Justin Trudeau, as I was watching that video a minute ago, as he sits there and talks like the, the absolute testicle-less beta male that he is, I was about to say something worse, if I could say anything worse than testicle-less. But as you see, he ought, he ought to try out to be like the art church grand poobah of the United States of America. He, he, he could put out videos on how to be the art church. Because that's exactly how most churches responded, is Justin Trudeau. And if you did respond like that, and now you're against all of this stuff, but you've never come out and repented, how strong are you? You, you, you still have equivocated. You st if you've never come out and say you did quarantining, say you did masking, say you locked down your church for a couple months, whatever it was back in 2020, and you've never come out and said you were wrong, where do you stand exactly? When, when you got saved, I'm speaking to born-again Christians, when you got saved, did you not have to say you were wrong? Did you not? I mean, if you look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 10, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. You had to come out and say, Romans 3, 23 style, I have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, correct? Why wouldn't you? I'm not saying that you, by locking down that you sinned even, but you are definitively wrong. Why have you not said anything? And again, I bring this up. Where are all the national, where are all the national figures? Where, where exactly are they? You know, I, I'm, just, I'm just curious, where are they? I know, I know of one international figure, Rodney Howard Brown, that took a stand and got arrested. And I'm just wondering, where are all the rest of them? I'm not claiming anything heaven and hell about them or anything else. I'm just curious. And I'm wondering about some of the national figures that are pimping and whoring vaccines. I'm just curious. Where do you stand on that? Because they're still pimping and whoring them to this day. There are national Christian figures that are pimping and whoring their own congregations to go and take a vaccination, the Moderna and the Pfizer, inside the United States, inside Canada, for a virus that no longer exists on the globe, let alone the data that's showing how many people are being harmed. I've read the DOD data, I think, on two straight shows now. Three, if you count church services here at Foundation Church on Sunday. All right, back to the trucker thing. Again, I, I digress. Danny Diarbino video, Saki tries and fails miserably at gaslighting our hero Canadian truckers. Play it for me. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, so truckers in Canada uh, last night shut down the Ambassador Bridge, which carries about a quarter of U.S.-Canada 
trading goods. Um, so what's the administration's response uh, to this action, and what steps are being taken to ensure the free flow of goods, and also any preventative steps being taken to address a possible blockade on the Michigan side of that bridge? Well, let me first start by saying I know there's been some suggestion, not by reporters necessarily at all, but that uh, this congestion is related to the vaccine requirements. It's not. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm going to get to the protests, but the protests uh, going on across Canada, which uh, have spread to a bridge, are leading to sporadic congestion and blockages. I would, just to go back to my point I was trying to make, is that um, across what we've seen with these requirements is across industry, a range of industries, vaccine vaccination requirements have been implemented with no disruptions, have helped increase vaccinations. These requirements help protect more people from COVID. And there's been zero indication across these industries. Let's just take that last sentence in her litany of lies, that vaccinations protect people from getting COVID. They don't do anything of the sort. They don't prevent transmission, nor do they prevent uh, infection. And that's been said by Rochelle Walensky and Anthony Fauci, but yet they're all, they don't even abide by, they must not get together and say, now here are our lies. Let's make sure we all agree. Because, you know, here as, as a Christian, and you look at Matthew chapter 18, you know, verse 19 and 20, again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my father in heaven for where two or three gathered together in my name. I am there in the midst of them. So here's the thing. We, we agree on things and they happen. They must not agree on their lies. It just must be disorganized, just throw it out there, gaslit, you know, uh, goose feathers in the wind and let them fly, open up the pillow, and let them fly, whatever it may be, because she's contradicting her own CDC by claiming CDC, which is Goebbels propaganda in and of themselves. She's even contradicting it, but she's not contradicting it by telling the truth. She's contradicting it by telling the CDC's old lies in contradiction to their new lies. That's what she's doing by saying that the, that the vaccine mandates have stopped transmission or slow transmission. How can a vaccine mandate slow transmission where the vaccine that it's predicated on doesn't stop transmission? Absolutely makes no sense. Peter Sweden tweet. Great job, Will. Thank you. Update free speech alternative. Give, send, go. Make sure you have them. Make sure you're following them. I now follow. Give, send, go. Now, see, for all of you out there, and you're like, it's not, you know, Tom, we don't think it's overly Christian loving. It's not a really loving Christian principle when you say we need to have our own separate society. Listen, if I had my own separate hospital, I would let the lips come in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't deny anybody, not like them. If we had, you know, we have a Black Robe TV, right? We have Black Robe TV. It's a hosting site that, that we have, and that's on our website. That's, you know, what we're showing uh, this video on, on our website right now. If there, if it was some, if it was a hosting site and there was an alternative view that didn't have like demonic stuff on it, so there'd have to be some lines. But I would let an alternative view. I'm not afraid of any alternative views at all. We never try to censor. If you're ever on the side, leave this up, Will. If you are ever on the side, it doesn't matter what your look at me now. It doesn't matter what your justification is. If you are on the side of censorship, you are wrong. Period. If you are on the side of anybody saying, show me your papers, you are wrong. Have you ever looked at history? There's no way to tell, well, this is a deadly virus. A, you're wrong, it's not a deadly virus. B, it doesn't matter what the justification is because Hitler used typhoid to do the exact same thing. 
We are not ignorant of his devices, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Same things over and over again. Update free speech alternative, Give, Send, Go, has now raised over 4 million, it's way over that now, I think it's 5.8, to the Freedom Truckers. Now here's the thing, Canada has frozen this account. The federal government of Canada has frozen this account. Now, uh, now Give, Send, Go says it hasn't. Canada says it has, so it's probably somewhere in between that they have locked up some portion. But that, that's the problem. You bring it back to me, Will. That's the problem is, and this is what they're wanting for everybody. This is what they want for you, COVID caving Christian. Is you know, you the compliant ones, your mask, you don't want to offend anybody. Same thing with COVID caving conservatives, COVID caving justifiers. You're justifying what you did a year and a half ago because you didn't know what was gonna happen, or you were trying to be a team player or whatever, you and you've never acknowledged that you were wrong, whatever it may be. But understand, this is what, what give send go is getting is exactly what they want for you, where they can just shut off your account whenever they want. They can just shut you off. That's what PayPal, Venmo. What was the what was uh, what's it called? Aaron Gibson Go. What's the other? What's the alternative that just shut down the truckers thing? GoFundMe. I never use these things. You know why? You know why I never use GoFundMe? Because because I don't need them to fund me. But here's the thing. But when you that's why you have to have an alternative to those things. It's not it's not unchristlike to have a separate community. We're not going to keep anybody out. We have our own separate community where you cannot deny our rules. They, they can deny us anytime they want because they are the rule setters. They banned me off of Facebook for the first three, four minutes of this show. They banned, took us down for no reason. None. They have no justification, but they own Facebook. So they, they say they can do it. By the way, they can't. They all operate under, well, this is a private company. Well, if it's a private company, so if you have your own private building, are you allowed to keep black people out, Hispanics out, white people, whoever, whatever race it may be? No, but that's your own private business. Well, they shouldn't be able to ban you from accessing their social media platform. It's not, it's not a publisher. It's a, it's, a, it's a platform. So they shouldn't be able to ban you in that way either, right? Otherwise, it's the exact same thing as the racial equity arguments, correct? It's exactly the same thing, but you can never do it. But as long as it's under their rules, they can do whatever constitutional violation that they want. But this is why you have to have alternatives. And this is what they want, is they are able to, in some form or fashion, limit, limit what Give, Send, Go can get to, the, to their contributors or to the, not even to their contributors, to those who the contributors want their money to go. The Canadian government's able to control that. That's why they want you all with your QR codes. It's not just, it's got nothing to do with getting you vaccinated. Nothing to do. The vaccination is a simple conveyance to get to compliance. It has nothing to do with the vaccine. Nothing to do with it. The vaccine is not the mark of the beast. Even the QR codes right now are not the mark of the beast. Or your vaccine card is not the mark of the beast. It has to be on your right hand or on your forehead. That's the Bible. That's Revelation 13, 16 through 18. So that that's what they want is just at any moment, cut you off. If everything you have is digital on your phone or on your device, then who's to keep it? Who's to keep those who run the digital technology from cutting it? Just like we were cut from Facebook tonight, right? Nothing. Start thinking logically. Start being unequivocal. So here's what the auto po Ottawa police did to the truckers. They started seizing their gas. Play it for me. Did you see it? I just wanted you to see what was happening with it. 
So that's what the that's what the Ottawa police are doing. Then, by the way, that's deadly in Ottawa because it's bone chilling cold there. And if you're living inside your truck, they all have those those uh, cabins inside their truck. That's that's their life source, not to freeze to death. And they're not thinking twice about it because these people are murderers. They're murderers. They butcher people in the womb. They butcher people outside of the womb. How many people have died of the very virus that they created? How many people have died from the vaccine that they created? How many people were butch butchered in the womb over the last 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve? About 100 million. How many, how many people starved to death as a result of the lockdowns? Because when you lock down the first world, the third world doesn't eat. 400 million. Let's add that up real quick. 400 million people starved to death because of the COVID response. During the COVID response, there was 100 million babies butchered in the womb. So we're up to, we're up to half a billion people so far. How many people have died of the vaccine so far? We're going in descending order here. How many people have died of the vaccine? Nobody truly knows, but we can say it's hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Let's round it up. And by the way, it's probably millions. I know that. I'm just saying, let's make it simple. So now we're at about 550 million. And then allegedly, I mean, five, about, uh, about uh, 500 million, you know, 501 million or something like that. Just to make it even. And then you have, what they say is, 5 million people have died of COVID. So you're about 506 million people have died exclusively from what the left produced. Anthony Fauci, Peter Daszak, Ralph Barrick, Bill, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the United States government, the NIH, the CCP and the PLA funded the Wuhan Institute of Virology that created COVID-19. They talked about it at event 201, two months before the outbreak. The outbreak started in Wuhan, China at the military world games where all the militaries of the world convened to have like an Olympics for the military. And then they all went back to their homes with COVID. That's what it was. That, that's exactly what happened. And by the way, they know it. And yes, it was planned. We have proof. That, I, I can't say I can have proof that it's planned. Why? Because Joe Biden, if it's too late now, everything's destroyed, but Joe Biden won't do an investigation into the very people that handed his son a $1.5 billion check, the Chinese government. He will not do an investigation into, into the formation of the, of, of the COVID-19 virus and the Wuhan Institute of Virology. He won't do an investigation. Have you seen it? Here we are, two years in, no investigation, nothing. I mean, isn't that odd? If you're talking about, they're all claiming the 6 million people have died of COVID, but nobody's looking into the source of those deaths. Strange, isn't it? That the, the most powerful country in the world, the United States of America, the most powerful country that's ever existed, won't look into the origin of what has allegedly killed 900,000 Americans, according to them, which that's not true, but I'm just using their numbers against them, but they're not even investigating it. That's strange, isn't it? That in 2014, Hunter Biden received a check for $1.5 billion from a CCP-controlled bank for his consultancy uh, duties, for consultancy fees, for consultancy for what exactly? But by the way, Joe Biden has never denied that, and neither has Hunter Biden. Ian Miles Chong video. So the Ottawa mayor threatened anyone with gas cans uh, that he would arrest anybody in Ottawa giving, giving aid to the trucker convoy, namely gas, and here was the response of the citizens. Play it for me.
And that's just a small percentage of people that were doing that. Their gas cans are both empty and full. They have no idea who you're going to go. You're going to talk. This is what you do. We way we way outnumber them. That's all you have to do is stand. They can do nothing. If we all would have stood like Foundation Church did, like Rodney Howard Brown did, like Greg Locke did, like Arthur Pulaski did, like Tony Spell did, latecomers came in, came in later and stood. The uh, John MacArthur's of the world, the Andrew Womack's of the world came and stood a couple months later. If everybody would have stood from the get-go, this never would have happened. Nothing. All you have to do is stand. They can't arrest 350 million Americans. But it's used instead for political leverage to usher in. It's not just leftism. That's way too small. That's way too small of thinking. That is way too cursory in thought. It's way bigger than that. It's to usher in the globalist totalitarian narrative birth in Davos, Switzerland, the World Economic Forum. That's what it's been about. Breaking 9-11 video. Now, this is how they try to paint the convoy. All right, this is Counselor Diane Deans. Play it for me. Uh, we we all need to work together. This is not something this country has ever seen before. I understand Mark uh, Carney referred to it as sedition today. I think that's exactly what it is. This is treason. This is way bigger. This is a group of well-polished professional people that are trying to overthrow the 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 government of democratically elected government of this country. This is not, it's not a target on the city of Ottawa. It's much bigger than that. It's really an insurrection. It's a, it's an attack on our democracy. It's an attack on our federal government. It has a lot of international elements to it. The money is flowing from the U.S. Right. Um, this is right out of the Trump playbook. So there you go. There it is. Now you hear the, hear the words, sedition, treason, insurrection. Again, we are not ignorant of his devices. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of, of his devices. 2 Corinthians 2.11. There they are again. Leftist globalist politicians dropping the same word bombs they drop in America. Same thing over and over. Sedition, treason overthrowing our democracy from the very people stealing your democracy from you will then call you a thief of democracy. Somebody trying to steal democracy, somebody trying who's a threat to democracy. Here they are again. This very woman, I guarantee you, is all in favor of closing schools down, masking children, masking you, forced vaccinations, show me your papers, and she's threatened by a bunch of what she calls well-polished truckers? A well-polished organization? Really well-polished? From where? Who's running it, lady? This is a woman who had absolutely no problem with countless hundreds of thousands of Canadian citizens, and you can just put this right on Nancy Pelosi, they're one and the same little de demonic divas that they are. They're the exact same woman, even have the same stupid haircut. They look the same. The devil likes to carve his images in the same footprint. There they are, once again, and they're using the same ver verbiage. Sedition, treason, insurrection, a well-polished, well-polished, just like they talked about 1-6, that it was organized. There was no organization. The only organization that was done was Ray Epps, who's an FBI informant. 
We all know who he is. But there they are again. Now let's look at what this is. She says sedition, insurrection. Well, let's look at the insurrection. Shall we play it for me, Will? Let's pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Bring back to me. So there's the seditionist. There's the insurrectionist. There they are. There's the treasonous, well-polished group that's committing treason against Canada right there, according to their own political leadership. The very people who committed treason themselves. Remember, they always project. If they're calling you treasonous, it's because they themselves are treasonous. If they're calling you an insurrectionist, it's because they themselves are insurrectionists. Who are the insurrectionists on 1-6? The people who went, oh, listen, I know there's people that went overboard and there's people that deserve to be charged with some crimes, from 1-6. I understand that, but the majority did not. Most of them had no idea they were even committing a crime, crime because the barriers were removed that said no trespassing on them. They were removed by people like Ray Epps. The very first, the very first barriers that were removed at 1-6 were by Ray Epps. But they, it's the exact same thing. That this, this is what they do every single time without exception. They, they themselves, they sit there and they talk, the, the, these, the leaders, they call you treasonous. Well, what was the insurrection on 1-6? The insurrection was that, that, you can say there was vandals, there was some battery on law enforcement officers, whatever it is, but this certainly wasn't an insurrection on 1-6 in the United States. The insurrection is what took place on November 3rd. We're in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, for the first time in my 53 years on planet Earth, in the middle of the night, they stopped counting ballots. Why would you stop counting ballots? Well, their justification was what? Well, you know, people have to sleep. That, that was bold-faced lies. The ballot counters come in in eight-hour shifts throughout the country. You never stop counting ballots until it's done. But they stopped at 2 o'clock in the morning. Somebody gave an order for them to stop. It's the same way Phil Murphy is currently the governor of New Jersey. He was he had lost and suddenly 20,000 ballots appear in the middle of the night. Same thing happened on 16. I mean on, on on November 3rd, 2020. That's the insurrection, but then they call you the insurrectionist. They call you a murderer while they commit 40 million murders a year in, in, inside of a mother's womb. They call you a murderer for not wearing your mask on some flight to Maui. That's what they do. They project who they are onto you. Nicholas Fondacaro video, escalating by the hour. Anti-freedom convoys, what they call it here. This is CNN. Play it for me. Live from Ottawa and Paula, parts of Canada are, are talking about rolling back their vaccine mandates. Uh, Saskatchewan, for example. Is this welcome news to these protesters? Can they take any credit for it? I mean, look, it's more than Saskatchewan, it's Alberta, it's Quebec. This is happening because the Omicron wave is peaking. And these provincial leaders have always said, look, when we can, we will roll them back. Is it satisfying the uh, truckers? Absolutely not. I mean, what's happened here, Jake, is they are looking for so much more than that. They don't want these leaders to even return to any restrictions, no matter what happens with COVID. Let me give you a little tour while we're here, though, Jake. I mean, as you said, we're in front of Parliament, right? That is Parliament right there. And here it looks more like a tailgate party now going into its second week. 
They tell us they have no intention of moving. What's been incredible to me is if you look over here, Jake, that's the prime minister's office. They have been parked right outside the prime minister's office now for, as I said, the better part of two weeks. What is happening now, though, is that politicians are starting to get together, seeing what they can do. And the fear that I have heard from regular everyday people, not just in this city, um, Jake, but just around Canada saying if this is the kind of civil disobedience, you know, that is tolerated, they fear for what can happen next. And that, you know, that fear is real. I mean, consider what happened in, in Toronto in the last few hours. Police say on social media they heard rumors that another protest might pop up. And they... So there we go. Now, what is she saying? Again, I want to get this out before we hop off the convoy here is show me the video. All I want is video. Give me video evidence. Like you see me, I won't get to them tonight, but you see me oftentimes play videos here of non-white people committing crimes in groups and say white supremacist terrorism strikes again. If somebody came out and said that like Christopher Ray, Joe Biden said, the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. Show me the videos. That's all I want. I will play them because you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. I will pray, play it. Now, if somebody came out from the Republican side and said the number one threat to America was black supremacist terrorism and the only people committing terrorism were white people, I would play all the white people and make fun of it by saying black supremacist terrorism strikes again. Whatever is the truth, I will play. So when CNN says... That this is escalating by the hour. Show me. Show me the video. Again, from, from, uh, from my friend from Canada, Chris, she said to me that, you know what? The, the truckers are in there cleaning people's houses, feed, feeding the hungry. I've gotten this from a couple of sources. Some of this is from Chris, some of it isn't. But they're feeding the hungry. They're cleaning the streets. There isn't anybody. Have you, know, have you noticed that they haven't shown any trash videos? You notice that? You know, whenever they have a climate change rally in D.C., it's the dirtiest thing you've ever seen in your life. Dirtiest thing ever. Trash everywhere. Human feces, needles, you know, cigarette butts everywhere, right? But where, they, haven't even, they can't even show videos of trash. They can't show any videos of violence. They can't show any videos of, of, of racial slurs. Nothing. Where are they? Nothing. But yet they still go on. Globalist TV, everybody watching. I know that CNN has a dwindling audience. They go in and they say these things that are bullface lies, escalating by the hour, racial, this, and, and the, you know, the threats, threats of violence. Show me one video of one convoy member. I've even heard people say, well, of course, there's a few bad eggs in, in, every, you know, in every basket or whatever. No, there, there isn't any. There isn't any. Where? Show me the videos. Come on. Everybody on the planet is carrying around a video camera. And how many videos do we have of truckers committing crimes? or threats of crimes, or racial slurs, 0.0 to quote Animal House. Now I want to put this one thing, I want to get this out to you, and then I'm going to hop to mass for a couple minutes. This is a Julie Kelly tweet. I talked about this one sick stuff, and I just wanted you to know the state of law enforcement in America. Federal judge just slammed the DOJ, Department of Justice, that's the FBI and all of everybody else, but it's namely the FBI because they're the ones that are prosecuting the 1-6 case for misleading a grand jury about Harris' location on January 6th as the basis for two of the most common misdemeanor charges. I explained the scandal in the column last month. Now, that's Julie Kelly, follower, awesome lady. She's, she is the one who's actually more of a spokesperson for those that are being wrongfully detained for 1-6. And what I mean by wrongfully detained is not necessarily they didn't commit crimes. Some of them didn't commit any crimes. 
Some of them did. Minor crimes, vandalism, whatever it may be. Unlawful parading is one of the most common charges. But the two charges that they're actually leaving, that they're charging people with, are two. Every single of, of the 700 people that they've charged with crimes from 1 6, basically every single one of them has been charged with two crimes. That they entered into a premise with the vice president elect. And the, rest, and, the, and the current vice president, those, normally you're allowed in the Capitol, but when the vice president is there or the vice president-elect is there, it makes it illegal for you to be there. Didn't know that. That's the truth. The only problem is, is they've charged all these 1-6 violators with that crime, and it is absolutely 100%, get ready now, fact that Kamal Harris was nowhere on site. And every single one of them have been charged with entering into a premise that Kamala Harris was in. Whoops. And now the DOJ gets blasted by a judge for lying on all of their affidavits. That's absolute fact. And you're like, well, yeah, but Mike Pence was still there. Nobody knows that either and is yet to prove that Mike Pence was on the premises during any of the violations. So two violations on 700 people are completely and totally bogus on one count and probably on the other with, with Vice President Pence, the notorious Judas that he is. That's the state of affairs in our criminal justice system. All right, Ron DeSantis video, play it for me, Will. These kids are so much happier being able to go to school without having to wear masks for eight hours a day. So when you start to see them kind of reevaluate or say all this, just understand this. The science didn't change. Well, the medical science didn't change. The political science changed. They feel the heat. They know that voters have been tired of perpetual lockdown policies. They know that they have basically offered no off-ramp, and, and they know that they're fixing to get whooped at the polls. And so that's what's causing the epiphany. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, if they had looked at the actual science from the beginning, uh, they would have known that this was something that Florida was right on. Yeah, this, the science has not changed. There's masks were always useless. Masks are kind of a fulcrum right now because you have the left pulling down mask mandates. Why are they doing it? It's exactly as Ron DeSantis said. It has said it has nothing to do with science. It only has to do with political science. The Cole Safier MD tweet, New Jersey governor to end school mask mandate. Oh, you know what? Phil Murphy must have had a change of heart. Right, you must have had a change of art to move to normalcy. For the first time since the start of the pandemic, New Jersey districts will be permitted to allow students and teachers. You'll be allowed to have your rights back that they stole. So when, I want you to remember this next time somebody steals from you and you get your property back. Make sure that you send the thief a check and say, thank you so much for returning the property from that, that which, the, the property that you stole from me. Thank you so much for that. But again, I digress. So I guess Phil Murphy has had a change of heart. Or is it because there is a major problem with the internal polling data in the Democratic Party with November 2022 looming on the horizon like a monstrous wet red wave tsunami? Is that the problem? Is that why they're turning? Look into it. Rise Melbourne video. Here's why they're turning. I want you to listen to this. This is, this is what needs to happen in the future. We need to take a whole lot less money. I'm not, I'm not talking about what the convoy is doing. We need to take a whole lot less money from protests and we need to put them into lawsuits. There needs to be Nuremberg style, this is actually from Germany, Nuremberg style tribunals for those who forced people out of their jobs because they weren't vaccinated, 
for those who canceled life-saving treatments, both, both prophylactic treatments and life-saving treatments while the person was sick, monoclonal treatments which Joe Biden and the CDC has ended for no justifiable reason whatsoever. The, their reason is, is they say monoclonal therapies don't work on Omicron. Well, the current vaccines don't work on Omicron either, but you're telling everybody to get vaccinated. For those that cause people to die because they would not allow them to have ivermectin, because if you take ivermectin, you're violating the globalist vaccine orthodoxy. If you take ivermectin, you're violating the globalist Fauci orthodoxy of you get sick, send them home, and when you get real sick, bring them back to pump their veins full of remdesivir so they'll die of organ failure inside the hospital. And all everybody in the hospital gets the original 13,000 for the COVID diagnosis, the another 39,000 to stick you on a re re uh, respirator. Ventil is a ventilator or respirator? What, 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 ventilator. Put you on a ventilator. Okay, you get the 39,000 for that and the 35,000 per dose treatment for remdesivir. The love of money is the root of all evil. People need to be held accountable for all of these things. Civilly, lose their jobs, lose their retirements, let, let them suffer like all the other businesses in America have suffered. They got closed down for an absolutely very, very survivable, 99.9% .9 survivable virus, shut down, lost their businesses for life. They need to answer criminally, civilly, with liability, and listen, if it means locking them up, it means locking them up. Play it for me, Will. Für mich, attorney at law in Germany, for an overview. Thank you. Good afternoon. My name is Rainer Füllmich and it is my pleasure to serve as one member of a group of distinguished international attorneys and lawyers who have been collaborating on this very important case for many months now. This case involving the most heinous crimes against humanity committed under the guise of a corona pandemic on a global scale looks complicated only at first glance. But when you put together all those pieces, all those little pieces of the puzzle, as we will do this for you with the help of many renowned experts and other witnesses during this proceeding, you will see four sets of facts. One, there is no corona pandemic, but only a PCR test pandemic, fueled by an elaborate psychological operation designed to create a constant state of panic among the world's population. This agenda has been long planned. It's ultimately unsuccessful. Precursor was the swine flu some 12 years ago. And it was cooked up by a group of super rich, psychopathic and sociopathic people who hate and fear people at the same time, have no empathy and are driven by the desire to gain full control over all of us, the people of the world. They are using our governments and the mainstream media, both of which they literally own, to convey their panic propaganda 24-7. Two, the virus itself can be treated safely and effectively with vitamin C, D, zinc, etc., and also with off-label use of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, etc. But all these, not alternative methods of treatment, but real methods of treatment, were banned by those who are using the guise of this pandemic to push their ultimate goal, which is to get everyone to receive the, 
as we will show in this proceeding, not only ineffective but highly dangerous, yes, lethal, experimental injections. Three, the same people who made the swine flu, which ultimately... There's no live and let live with this. There's no just move on and forget. People need to be held an account for killing other people. People need to be held liable. They need to be held to account for killing other people, withholding therapies so that you can be vaccinated, withholding therapies so your veins can be filled with remdesivir, which will cause organ failure, which they knew that it did. People need to be held to account. I'm talking about Nuremberg-style tribunals, all the way from the civil end to the, to the criminal end. People need to be, that right there is a court proceeding. That is happening now. And that's what needs to happen globally. I'm not talking about some sort of weird thing, outlandish thing. I'm talking about people being held accountable, put under oath. I want to know exactly, exactly everything that Anthony Fauci has done. And why is it that all of his emails are redacted when he's a scientist? He's not a CIA agent. He's not an FBI agent. He's not a, even an undercover narc for the NYPD. There's no reason to redact his information at all. I want to know everything. That, I want to know why it is that remdesivir received preferential treatment. And then nobody's talking about how many people have been COVID killed inside of hospitals. I want it all. I want it all to come out. I want to know why it is that we have a, everyone saw this on Tuesday night. The insurance companies are coming out and saying, for some reason, there's a 40% increase in the United States of America of deaths from 18 to 49 years of age. 49, I mean, a 40% increase in comparison from December of last year. I mean, from, from 2020 to 2021. Why is that exactly? Why did we have a 40%, 40%? I want to know why. I want to know what they, I want the statistical data. It's available. We're getting it out of the DOD. I want answers. I want answers. And, you know, the, the Department of Defense where you have chest pain from 2016 to 2020. And the, the Department of Defense, the average uh, report of chest pain per year was 4,892 cases for the entire year. And in 2021, with the vaccines being the only difference between 2021 and 2016 through 2020, why in 2021 did 4,000 cases turn into 74,000 cases in one year? I want to know. I want to know the answers to those questions, and people need to be held in account. Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, needs to be held into account. Why? Uh, because he mandated the vaccine. So did Biden. I want him held to account for... Let's see, testicular cancer being up in the military, 369% in one year, 2021, when the vaccines were introduced. Female infertility up 472% in the military in 2021 alone when the vaccines were introduced. I want people to answer for that. I want to know why that is. Why is it? I want to know what exactly they're putting in the veins of our military. The only drug they're allowed to inject in them is Comerity, but Comerity isn't being produced. It, it along with Spikevax, Spikevax, Moderna, Comerity, Pfizer, both of them FDA approved, but neither one of them is manufactured at all. Not available to the military. So what are they pumping into 18-year-olds' veins? I want to know. I want to know what it is. And we have to get to the bottom of it. There's, don't, don't sit here and win the House and Senate in 2022 and act like this never happened. I don't want it. 
We've got to get, this is not, people are like, you know, you have to forgive as a Christian. I'm not talking about forgiving people's sins. Come out and confess then, and I'll be glad to forgive you. But you don't get forgiveness for unrepentant sin. I want to know why it is. I mean, I've got the stats right here in front of me. That heart attacks in the military have gone up 269% in 2021. 269% in one year. I want Lloyd Austin to answer for that. That Comerity was somehow approved by, for, by the FDA, but yet is not being injected into the military because it's a violation of the military contract to inject them with anything other than an FDA-approved vaccine. I want to know the answers to these questions. Here's Ron DeSantis again. Play for me. And you, I mean, they mentioned some of the stuff with COVID. They actually will impose more stringent policies on Americans than people coming across the border illegally. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But I guess what would you expect? I mean, you have a lot of these politicians, you know, they want all these kids forced mask in school, which we don't allow in Florida. But and then they'll take pictures of all these poor kids, you know, suffering and they're just beaming and smiling with no mask on. I mean, it's just unbelievable what you're seeing um, across. But that's the thing. I mean, this is these policies are just about control. They want to do certain things to control the Americans. But then if it doesn't suit them, they let people come in. No requirements of vax, no requirements of any of this other stuff. I mean, it just shows you that this is all political. And that shows you the motivation from day one where suddenly they drop all their mandates. Well, I thought you're going to die. I mean, two weeks ago, you were going to die if you didn't wear a mask. And then suddenly you drop it. It's because that's why you have Stacey Abrams. That's why you have Kathy Hochul. That's why you have Gavin Newsom. That's why you have Eric Garcetti. That's why you have London Breed and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris endlessly photographed without masks on with people with and without masks on themselves. That's how you know where a politician stands. Look at the people behind them. If they're, if, they're, if they're masked up clowns behind them, don't vote for them, Republican or Democrat. But instantly, these clowns, they, they, take, their, they take masks off and they, they take photographs, whatever it may be. But they're, they themselves are not afraid of COVID. They never have been from day one because it's never been about a disease. All the Christians, you, I mean, listen, you caved and are still caving. You look, you are their hand puppets. All you conservatives that are, well, I believe the uh, vaccine does have, you know, does have some value. You're a clown. You're a clown. It has no value. It never did, never will. No value whatsoever. Neither do lockdowns or masks. The vaccines have the equal amount of value as a lockdown or a mask that do absolutely nothing. In every single graph that I have seen from the CDC put out by Ian Miller, the states and the countries with the most stringent mask mandates, stringent vaccine mask mandates and, and uh, vaccine mandates have the exact same cases or slightly more than those who do absolutely nothing. It's all been useless from day one. You have to come to the place of saying it. Otherwise, you're vulnerable to giving in again. Robert Malone pick. Very soon, there will be hundreds of health officials saying it was your choice. No one made you take it. That's exactly what they're doing now. They're pulling back. They're pulling back and trying to say, you know what? You know, you know, we're against masks now. And what they'll do, it's just like they said, Omar, you know, masks are no good against Omicron. Masks are no good against Alpha or Delta either. It's word salad games. Donato Trumpo video, unmask our children never again. Play it for me.
right into today's lesson? All right. Does anybody have any questions? Kids sit there and watch the Emmys. They watch the Oscars. They watch uh, Gavin Newsom and Eric Garcetti and London Breed at the NFC Championship game maskless while they're at home on a Zoom call or forced to wear a mask eight hours a day in a classroom. That is the state of the globalist left. It's not Democrats. Way too, I mean, of course it is Democrats, but that's way too small of a vision, way too small of an understanding. It is the globalist left. Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden do not consider themselves to be president and prime minister of sovereign nations. They consider themselves to be governors of globalist states. That's why their borders are wide open to everybody. But why are they pulling back? Why exactly are they pulling these things back? Disclosed TV video. Here's Leanna Wynn. Leanna Wynn, notorious baby butcher, former head of Planned Parenthood, now some sort of COVID expert. Play it for me. Do you agree with the move? I do. There was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions. But when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. And we also know about one way masking, the idea that even if other people are you are not wearing masks. If you wear a high quality mask, that also protects you, the wearer, too. And so in this case, I'm not saying I don't think anyone really is saying that no one should ever wear masks, but rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school. Rather, it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family who can still. So what happened to Leanna Wynn? Leanna Wynn said that all unvaccinated people should stay home in perpetuity. What happened to her all of a sudden? She's received her marching orders, either from the Democratic Party or from Davos, Switzerland. And you might be thinking, yeah, but she's supporting our view now that masks should be an individual's choice. She's only doing that. She's only doing that to get Democrats back into power, to reinstitute that which she's saying to uninstitute now. That's all she's doing is pulling it back a bait with the classic bait and switch saying to you, hey, look at us. We are now in favor of individual choice until the day after the election in November when you elect a bunch of Democrats again. And then mass mandates are back, vaccine mandates are back. That's what it's all about. That's it. It's just to gain, It's just political leveraging. That's all that it is. You want to see? Here's, here's some old footage of Leanna Wynn. Play it for me. Well, I liked that part of what she had to say, because I do think that we need to send the very clear message that vaccination is your ticket back to pre-pandemic life. But frankly, I was shocked by this announcement. I think they went from one extreme to another. And the major step that's missing here is how do we know that people are telling the truth? We talked in the last hour about the honor code. I mean, if you're going to the grocery store, maybe you're fully vaccinated. You take off your mask at the grocery store. But who's going to be checking to see if Others are also vaccinated. So what does that mean? If I'm bringing my son, my four-year-old, who's not fully vaccinated, now he's going to be in a grocery store potentially exposed to people who are not vaccinated, who could be of danger to him. And so I guess I am... 
So there she is now. She's saying that everybody should stay masked, even the vaccinated. Remember, they told you when you got vaccinated, your masks were gone. But lo and behold, when you got vaccinated, they kept masks on you because the power pervs will never give one inch away. They will never give an inch of their power back to you. That's why you should never give them an inch of power, ever. That's why you never lock down. That's why you never close. That's why you never mask. That's why you don't do those things. Not only, not only that, but because oh, none of those things even work. And not only that, but all three of those things are lies too. But just a minute ago, she's sitting there. Now that was only a couple months ago. And she's sitting there going, okay, now you, I want everybody to stay masked because who is, it go, who is it that's going to check whether you have COVID or you don't have COVID? She's an absolute Soviet-style Stalinist. And then suddenly, here, here we are at the beginning of 2022, and she totally changes during an election year. So suddenly, COVID is no longer a life-threatening thing during an election year, just like right now. Why is it that they're having the Super Bowl in L.A.? I mean, L.A., you cannot go anywhere without a mask. Everywhere you go is vaccine mandates. You don't have to be mandated. You don't, there's not going to be a vaccine check to get in the Super Bowl, though. Isn't that, isn't that strange? And by the way, I might not get to it tonight. The Oscars are vaccine mandate free. So all of the pimp, Hollywood pimp and whore, vaccine pimps and whores, their gathering doesn't require vaccine mandates, but you and your business requires vaccine mandates. Isn't that strange how it works where suddenly for them, whenever it's politically expedient or monetarily expedient, suddenly COVID's no longer a life-threatening disease. It's like all of the millions of people that are crossing the Southern border, untested, unmasked, unvaxxed. They don't care. Because it's never been about a disease. It's been about ushering in totalitarian control, specifically to the QR-coded mark of the beast on your phone. That's what it's been about, getting to the vaccine mandate. Here's a little bit more, Leanna Wynn. Play it for me. We need to start looking at the choice to remain unvaccinated the same as we look at driving while intoxicated. That you have the option to not get vaccinated if you want, but then you can't go out in public. Because when you go out in public, you have the potential of infecting other people with a potentially deadly disease. Just like you can choose to drink in private if you want. But if you get behind the wheel of a car and can endanger other people, there is an obligation by society to prevent you from doing that. So I, I think the what President Biden did today is exactly right to say that the vaccinated should not have to pay the price for the so-called choices of the unvaccinated anymore. Although to your point, Chris, I definitely... Now, that should scare the life out of Chris Cuomo, which his own people came and destroyed him. And that's what I'd say to all the cops around the world that are violating the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, the United States Constitution, whatever the Constitution is in Australia and all, any of the rest of these countries. They will come for you. All, I mean, I want you to think about it. During the Nuremberg trials, where, where, was, where, was, where was Mengele? Where was Hitler? They weren't there saying, so, oh, you know what, it was, it was all on us. I mean, they're following orders, right? You think that Australian cops, if those, those of you watching this in Australia, send this to as many cops as you can. Australian cops, I want you to ask yourself. Last time, and again, law enforcement right here, 25 years, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. Retired as a sergeant, 1992-2017. Street-level law enforcement, all I ever did for my entire adult life. So I love the cops. Not the unconstitutional cops. I mean, I love you in Jesus' name, want you to get saved. I certainly don't love how you're acting. But you need to ask yourself, last time you were in an IA investigation, internal affairs investigation, where were the higher-ups saying, we're here to support you? 
Not, and they're not going to do it for you when the, when the tribunals come. And there's videotape of you violating your own constitution, arresting somebody because they weren't six feet apart. And you're sitting there like a, a, like a German police officer. There's numerous videos of German police officers walking around with six-foot six st st uh, sticks, pushing them between people to make sure they're six feet apart. Where did six feet apart come from? The rear end of Scott Gottlieb. He, he, I mean, it's just, it was the same thing as a diarrhea juicy dump. Let me just make something up. Okay, six feet. And then you got galactically stupid cops walking through crowds with six-foot sticks. You will be held accountable, those cops that arrested Arthur Pulaski, which I think it's very strange, too. The Italian cops wear black and red. Canadian cops wear black and red. Two of the most totalitarian states on the globe wearing black and red, arresting Arthur Pulaski for mischief. You will be held accountable for it. Your own will be the ones that turn on you. Ask everybody in Hitler's inner circle. Ask everybody in Stalin's inner circle, in Mao's inner circle, all dead, all in prison, all in the gulags. Maybe they were, I mean, all is an overstatement. They weren't all that way, but most of them, I mean, pretty much all of Stalin's, most of Hitler's. I don't know about Mao, so I shouldn't have included him, but I do, I know definitely, I mean, most of the people, you know, Mao's responsible for the death of millions of people. I don't know about his inner circle, though. So you need to be thinking about it turning on you. They're not going to be there for you saying, you know what? It was all on us. Scott Morrison, Dan Andrews, it was all on us. We gave the orders. No, 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 no. And there is absolutely no forgiveness for this stuff. As they're all turning around now saying they're putting out the rhetoric, whether it's, it's Pritzker out of Illinois, Hochul out of New York, pulling down their mask mandates, Phil Murphy out of New Jersey, pulling down their mask mandates. And also, I want you to notice in other countries where they're ending COVID restrictions, but they're not ending vaccine mandates. You're pulling that stuff in Canada, and I ran out of time to show you, but I'll show you on Saturday. They're pulling down different COVID restrictions, but they're leaving their emergency powers in place. Emergency powers are a violation in Canada of their charter of rights and freedoms. They're a violation of it, but yet they're leaving those in place so that when they get reelected, they put the masks back on you, the QR codes back on you. That's what the plan, that, that is the only reason why they're retracting now is to somehow make themselves electable because the internal polling data is not good. All right, love you all. Stand your ground. Never give an inch. Nothing whatsoever. Watch this first video, especially that we're showing you. The first video that you're going to see here is what happened because we stood. Right here, Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. Our current address is 3385 South Access Road, but we're turn, our, our new address is 13,000 South Tamiami Trail, Northport, Florida. Because we stood our ground and we never closed, we turned from a church of 150 to a church of 650 in two years. We never closed, never will, never mitigate, nothing. I didn't even put out alcohol gel. I wouldn't put it out anyway, but I'm just, we didn't do a thing, nothing. And what happens when you stand on the word of God? And Jesus said, and I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. You stand your ground. I don't care if it's a rattlesnake plague falling from the sky. You do not close God's house, period. Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. 
Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. You do not, you stand your ground. You do not give them an inch because the next thing you know, you'll be at 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve with them forcing you to have a QR code to enter into a church building. Not here, not Foundation Church, ever. Watch this first video. Love you all. See you back Saturday at 1030. Lots of other churches are closing. They're done. And I'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators. You know what, you come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair, sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never going to close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is, is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. Period. Always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise you, Lord, for this building in Jesus' mighty name. I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLively.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLively.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.